previously on Diceology. He wanted you to die nobly for the cause. Finding these things. So I can't tell just... you how hard I worked to keep you alive, to give you opportune choices. So just to be clear, you, um, not only do you support a person who wanted to murder your own daughter, but, um, you expect me to support him too. I'm done having this conversation. After your audience, you're going to come home. Three days. You're going to be expected to return to the family estate. And on the fourth evening, there will be a ball held in your honor. Your suitors, you remember them, before your banishment? Yes, they. The two of them, maybe you're three kidding. of them are still available at least. By the you're end of the night, you're going me. to pick one. Afterwards, you are going to be quiet until the wedding, or if the emperor has need for you. It was this, or watch my daughter die. You think I'm happy about this? And then, like, no, no time passes for you, but when you open your eyes, a pair of dark, dark brown, almost black ones are, like, looking over you, and it's Solomon, and he just, like, hugs you, and as he, like, pulls you up into the hug, you can see that Gummy is sitting in a chair at the end of the bed, and you're back in your room. Solomon... They let you come and see me? Of course. I, I just had to go take a test. It was long, but I'm good. I'm here. <laughs> you okay? You good? Where's Aira? Where yeah, did you take her? It's, it's really, really good to see you. Um, Aira's somewhere else. We can't see her for now. Why? Well, let's just say the people that I, um, well, my family has some antiquated views on, um, who Aira is. Um, okay. I think he looks really confused because he's like, wait, I thought, I thought the new empire was cool with blooded. It can't be because she's a girl. Like, <laughs> like he's really confused about this, but he's uh-huh. just kind of like, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gummy said you fainted. So he came and got me to, so I, I'd be here when you got up. Your dad's really nice though. He said I could go to school, like the school Rosewood went to. That they said they have like old empire studies there and... He had me take this aptitude test. Um, I scored really well. I got like 87. That's amazing, Solomon. I'm really proud of you. Thanks. Do you not like your dad? What? He and I have some um, differing opinions on how things should be run. But I'm, I'm glad that you've had a good experience with him. And that uh, I'm really proud of you for how well you've done that test and everything you're going to do in his school. So I can go? To school? Yeah. Yeah, you're going go to you're gonna go to school one way or another. Cool. And he's about to like get, re- like you, you see him about to like wind up into being uh, really excited. <laughs> um, and Gummy kind of stands up and he's like, 
Solomon, um, as a doctor, uh, I need to keep an eye on on Juniper here. Um, just a heads up, uh, Rosewood uh, regained consciousness, so uh, Juniper has to stay here, Aira has to stay where she is, so you might be the best person to go see him. I, I think Lord Blackbird will be there too, so... Why Wait, I can't see Rosewood now? Uh, once you're better, you absolutely may see Rosewood. And if he recovers before you, then he will come visit you first, I'm sure. And like Solomon kind of bounces up. I was kind of excited to meet him. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, of course. Um, tell him that I'm okay. And... That I've missed him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And he kind of bounds out of the room. And like the door closes. And then Gummy sits down. Okay. So. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <sighs> I appreciate what you did today. It's, it's, more, it's more important than you know. Yeah. Look, did you talk to her? No, not technically. It's gonna have to be good enough then. I'm sorry. What do you mean? Please don't do this again. Fine. Are you lying? No. Alright. Well, I will give you a clean bill of health for your fainting spells uh, in the morning. Okay. Sorry if you have to talk to other doctors, but it's on your actual record now. Um, but here we are. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in the other room. Okay. Thank Solomon you, Gummy. and Rose, they have the run of the place. I'm sure they'll visit you. You can go visit them. I just have to come with you. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> and like he leaves. And like the, for the first time, he really, really seems like a teenager there. Like he's just like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> I just want to go watch my videos. <laughs> <laughs> this poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Is there anything you want to hit on during this week? Um, not particularly. I mean, I think, I think she was being honest very bitterly. <laughs> like, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, like she kind of knows the situation that she's in and like she wants to have some control over what happens to Ava. And right. so I, I think I think like going to visit her that one time was genuinely like like she just wanted her to know that she was there like provide some kind of comfort some kind of like reassurance mm -hmm. um and it it I mean it kills her not to talk to Aira uh yeah. but she she knows it's for the best in the long run and that mm -hmm. Aira knows she's there and that she'll come back so I mean I think like the rest of the week really is I think Juniper tries to keep to herself as much as possible. Um, maybe we should, maybe we should have like a 
reunion with Rosewood. But I think okay. that would be the only yeah. other like notable thing mm-hmm. that I really I mean, want to explore. But I think Solomon spends a lot of time with you. Okay, cool. probably because you're his not mom. So yeah, he's on a weird ship, and this mm-hmm. other guy is saying he's his grandfather. It's weird, right? Big day, <laughs> big day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And his other not mom is nowhere to be found. So it's probably stressful on a kid but he's also kind of excited because he's getting textbooks and shit so yeah 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 Yeah. and i i probably am like helping him learn stuff from his textbooks because Mm -hmm. i feel like i don't know it's it's a good distraction and it's fun to like see him excited about learning right because there are like it's a like this is a kid who thought he was going to work at a shitty radio station for the rest of his life Mm-hmm. And now he's getting to go to a premier university with the exact program he would always want, which is old Empire Tech stuff, right? Right. <laughs> so it's like, and also he's been shielded, right? Because mm-hmm. Lord Blackbird doesn't want this to go poorly, right? So he's, he and he, it's weird, right? Because from his perspective, like, my daughter adopted a child while I was while she was banned like i am a grandfather and i think anytime you see him with solomon like the flashes of the father you probably have memories and good memories of really show up there Mm. um because the relationship's not complicated sure it's it's complicated because it's new and unexpected but it's not complicated because of emotions or Mm -hmm. it's very it's very clear that your father does genuinely want what's best for this child mm-hmm. and is going to do everything in his considerable power to make that happen. Right. Especially because legally the kid also has his name. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, but I think the next day, yeah, Rosewood just comes in because he's gotten first class medical treatment. He is back at it. I think he's also dressed, but like he's not wearing seeker armor is what I'll say. <laughs> He did not That's come wearing good. Seeker Armin to come to come visit you, right? That's it's unclear good. if he still he may have finally given it up because he lost pieces in the woods. It mm-hmm. didn't help him that much, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. he, uh, yeah, he comes in. He's probably wearing some sort of like he's wearing New Empire stuff, mm. which is probably kind of a weird look for you on him. But he mm-hmm. looks comfortable wearing it, like. Not like this isn't the first time he's worn this sort of clothing because mm-hmm. he studied on on your planet. And right. like the door like shh, opens and he he's so fucking awkward, right? He's probably just silent for like three seconds. I think Juniper just smiles really big and like runs up and hugs him. You look I fancy. He, <laughs> they um they didn't have any other clothes. So I just, uh, it's, it, you know, they, they don't fit as well as when I was th- the, in the academy or whatever, but. You, you look know. great. Although I do prefer your other clothes. You look a little snobby. <laughs> it's also the shave. Your father <laughs> insisted. Yeah, that too. Weird. No. Nah. Also, his hair is pulled back and, like, perfectly combed. Like, it looks like he got cleaned up. 
You all right? <sighs> Not really, but uh, I guess physically I am. Are you all right? Physically right as rain. I'm mighty tired. So. Yeah, I hear you. <sighs> Have they been treating you okay? It's like old times, me and your dad. <laughs> old times uh, for him, I guess. Wish I had the same experience. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... Uh... Rosewood, you're close with my father, right? Um, I was, and as close as you can be after years. Can't you help me try to talk some sense into him about Aira? Convince him of what? Letting her out? Just that she's a person. Juniper, he knows. He knows that she's a person? Yeah. No, no can... he doesn't. Yes, he does. What are you talking okay. about? Juniper, look, nobody can deny it. E even, even, even if she wasn't, right? She's good enough that it's passing. Nobody talks to her for three seconds without knowing. Then why does he keep calling her it? Why is he using this language? Because he's trying to stick to the story. And he wants you to stick to it too. I don't, I, I don't want you to, like, he's, he, like, backs up, like, he's, like, fucking, I, <laughs> messenger, please do not shoot, um. <laughs> yeah, and to be clear, I don't think it's really, I think her emotions, they aren't presenting as anger at the moment, like, I think her eyes are welling up, like, I think it's just, like, it's more just, yeah, Juniper feels pretty safe with Rosewood, pretty vulnerable, funnily enough, because he's so awkward, um, mm -hmm. and he's been there. He was there for the entirety of her, like, bonding with Aira and all of that. Yeah. And so I think, you know, she's not, she's not trying to shoot the messenger here. She's just yeah. frustrated and really sad. <laughs> um, I just, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. I think he's doing what he what he can. I want to have faith in him. What he can do might not be good enough. It's not. No, it isn't. And it is easy to go along with people you're scared of. It's hard to imagine what comes after if you were to leave. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> My father, he's... He's complicated. Yeah. <sighs> I, um, is it just... Is it just the trait? Like, you just... Have men in your life who... Work for questionable institutions? <laughs> Seems to be. 
Uh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. Makes me feel safer. And more confident. Well, um... Thank you. That's, um... Yeah. I was planning on sticking around through the festivities and then heading back to Tristful. I would, I would appreciate that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be someone who I'm not, and it would help to have someone who makes me feel like I can be fully myself there. Yeah. I'm on your side, by the way. Yeah, I know. As long as we're clear. We're clear. That gummy kid freaks me the hell out, though. <laughs> like. Why does he freak mm. you out? Because I can feel him. He hovers. We're trained to sense uh, it. Yeah. And um, whoever trained him taught him a lot. Yeah, he's, you but know. He, um, I, th- I, I think he's a good kid, probably. He is. I, I, I don't really hold anything against it. I mean, what he's doing, what he's doing with his magic is real creepy, but he's, it's just because he was trained to work in settings like this and, you know, he's a product of his environment, I suppose, but I, but man, he's a good kid. Or he could be. I think he could be. He just... Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I, I hope you don't hate me when I say this, but sometimes when I lived on Palace, when I was studying to become a doctor, there's, there's more of, of more blooded folk, just in general. And you know, you're, you all, you're just people. Truly, truly just people. Terrifying, though. Not everybody's responsible with it. Yeah. You're right. I just... I started out just wanting to know when one was around. I understand that. Didn't make anything I did right. Doesn't make what he's doing right either. Yeah. I guess you're right. (sighs) I hope I can help him somehow. (laughs) If anyone can do it, Juniper, it's you. Thanks. Hey, it's really good to see you again, Rosewood. Yeah. Next time we have a reunion, let's not do it on Rennick. <laughs> I like that idea. Tristful got a little lonely. I missed it so much. Where'd you go? I never asked. Um, got stuck on Sonder for six months, actually. Hmm. Yeah. How'd that go? You know? I mean, you came back with a kid, which is not infrequent for Sonder Winters. Usually a batch of kids every year. (laughs) You know, it was actually actually really nice. (laughs) Or at least really nice 
in comparison to other situations I have been in lately. Rennick's tough. Rennick's tough. Rennick's tough. And um, so is the ship. Yeah. You know, and he's like about to leave. He's like, I always thought, I always thought, you know, like, Chips had, you, you guys' dreadnoughts, they had, uh, I always hated their names. Either they were pretentious <laughs> or terrifying. Reach of grace. Puffery bullshit. Yeah. Hand of sorrow. Sounds like a bad day. Yep. It's a pretty good representation of uh, who we are, I think. Is what I'm beginning to understand. I don't know if it's we anymore, Juniper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we beat something into you on Tristful. That's for sure. <laughs> you don't take shit anymore. <laughs> yes, and I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, well. You're welcome back. If you get the chance. I'd love that. Her too. Hera? Yeah. Thank you. Let me know if I can do anything. And I think he kind of like walks out. Like it's weird, right? Because he kind of walks like a... You know, he like walks like a cowboy, but he's wearing a Star Trek uniform. <laughs> like a Empire from Star uh -huh. Wars uniform. Like just... Mm -hmm. You know, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think think after your conversation with Rosewood's over we would kind of like you know those pans down sometimes in like movies or shows where like you it's the sort of pan that's impossible because you, you're passing through floors and shit mm -hmm. so we go all the way down to the hold and in there you see crates and of supplies food that sort of stuff and your mech, the black and red one with the claws, and mm -hmm. it's all folded up and hung from the ceiling, like suspended. And Aira is curled up, like uh, sitting, she's sitting up, but she's got her knees pulled into her, and she's leaning against a crate. And I think there's something eerily similar about this place and the state you found her in. Hmm. Because um, again, it's this sort of dark metal space that she can't leave and there's a mech hanging in the corner. Poor yeah. Aira. The only, the only upside is that she occasionally sees guards walk back and forth and mm -hmm. can hear them talking. Mm -hmm. um, but she's holding on. And then I think we would cut to Palace. Cool. And Palace is a gorgeous planet. It's a world of blues and greens, a few small continents. I think there might even be a ring around it, like a really small one. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't block any light. It's just very, very pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, also orbiting around it is the jump gate. And we see that war up and the hand of sorrow bursts through it. 
and we follow it down. It breaks Atmo and screeches through the sky until it flies above the ocean. Uh, maybe only a few meters above it, so it's like pushing the water out of the way, making a huge wake, even though it's not even touching. And out in the distance, you see it's heading towards a massive coastal city, the capital of the empire. It's pulling into view. Spires of silver and gold and glass pierce the sky, and the ship dips into the sea like a like an actual battleship, um, and eventually pulls to sort of a gentle stop. It takes about 20 minutes, but these white wooden sailboats pull out from the city's bay, and they pull along the, the, the dreadnought alongside. You and your party are taken from the dreadnought. It's your father, you, Solomon, Rosewood, Probably a retinue of of servants and some some marines. Uh, Era the mech. I don't think the chimera necessarily, but on top of that, just other things. Uh, all the stuff that your father and you had from your own home that was brought with is also being taken off. Uh, and I think Gummy is probably still with you for now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think your father insisted you get out of those off-world clothes. Fair enough. Uh, what is Juniper wearing? I think I think it's like a really silky um, sky blue blouse um, mm-hmm. with just like a nice kind of fancy pair of pants. <laughs> yeah. I Almost think... like a business casual kind of look. <laughs> I think Aira has been dressed in like a flowing white dress. Mm. She doesn't have any, sh- she's like her shoes have been taken. She's been like cleaned up and made to look presentable. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something, mm, I don't know. I, I don't, I would not feel good if I saw that. I would feel like, oh. Uh, Bad, 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 bad. But you're pulled on these on these sailboats. You're taken away. And you're not even sure that, like... Well, you would probably know how they work. But we as the audience wouldn't be sure if these sailboats really ran on the wind exactly. Mm. Um, or mm. if it's more for the aesthetic. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. And you're pulled into this bay. And, and the bay has walls around it. And ships come and go, both ships across the water and ships that go through space, even some that do both. Mm-hmm. And you start hearing this like thunderous sound. Uh, and you realize that there are tens of thousands, maybe a hundred thousand plus people cheering. Uh, like this is a spectacle. Like they're throwing confetti into the air. There's, this massive like marching band situation and the ship pulls into the dock and this whole parade the funny thing is it's not a parade it's it's just you guys basically mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. along with the big quote-unquote like attraction uh being the mech which has been put on some sort of hovercraft and pulled along behind you and 
Aira is made to walk with the with the mech. So you guys are paraded through the streets. The capital city is very, very big. It's probably got a population of about 10 million people. Dang. Um, it's a cosmopolitan center, and its only rival is Marketplace, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Marketplace is dwarfed by it. Dang. Actually, no, sorry, the other way around. The capital is dwarfed by Marketplace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And all of the buildings are chromed out with gold or silver or made entirely of glass or marble. There's something very fantasy-esque about it, I would describe. Like towers and beautiful runs of stairs. And like nobody's like got chunky looking electronics on them. Everything is sleek and... Perfect, and everybody's wearing beautifully covered colored clothes, sheer fabrics, soft looking fabrics, you know, and there's green everywhere. Plants are built into the city. Like, this is probably, ecologically speaking, kind of a utopia. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't harm the environment. Cool. And there aren't many streets, actually. This city is mostly canals. So cool. you walk one of the one of very few direct paths on foot all the way up to the Imperial Palace, which is a massive estate. So it's like walking up to its own small city like the, with the gate. But the as you get closer, you can see that the gates are open and there's this massive honor guard and nobles are already out and the emperor himself is standing at the at the foot of the gate and behind him is the imperial palace and the imperial palace is cut from one of the natural wonders of the of the planet it's what if there was a lapis lazuli gemstone the size of the white house and then you turned it into the white house wow it's kind of hard to look at because yeah. it's all polished. So it's kind of reflective. Uh-huh. And when the emperor stands in front of it, it does make people like avert their eyes a little. Mm-hmm. It's a good effect. It's a shitty effect, but it's <laughs> it works. Uh, yeah. Cool. And then you are brought before them and your father kneels. I think Rosewood... No, I th- I think Captain Summers kneels very quickly. Almost as almost quicker than your father, right? Mhm. Uh Gummy kneels quickly. I think Rosewood does, but he makes a show of like like he grumbles, like he's like Ugh, like like it hurts. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't hurt him like to get on his knees, mm-hmm. but he's like being difficult about it. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> and like you're everyone's everyone's kneeling in front of the emperor except for you and Aira. Yeah, I mean I think I would kneel. Mhm. Wait, is Aira gonna kneel or not? She doesn't. Hmm. She's a machine and she's playing that. Okay, okay. Um I think she's figured out that no one expects her to do to do so. Mm. So she's not going to. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I'm gonna play along. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I know what I'm in for. I think when I think if you look over your shoulder at her when she sees you, Neil, like you can see her like resolve waver a little bit. Mm. Uh, which again, like it kind of speaks to what Rosewood was saying. Like if anyone paid any attention to her at all, it's super obvious she's a person. Like right. It's like no, no, nobody can program that. Like, that's that's like, mm-hmm. you know. And even if we some some ancient people did, that's a person. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, and but once everybody's kneeled, the emperor steps forward, and he is pretty young, actually. Uh, he's a man in his early forties. Uh, you know that he's still, and you can tell from certain like. I don't think that you guys, like, the palace necessarily uses rings in this culture to denote whether or not someone's been married or not, but he doesn't have those no, deno, denotations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's currently unmarried, which means he still doesn't have an heir. In your memory, he's relatively well-respected and is known to be relatively friendly. Mm. Uh, he's well-liked by the people. Okay. Yeah, and he wears a really simple snow white robe. Like, very not a lot of adornments, uh, but perfectly white. And just a few black military markings from, like, the one year he spent captaining a dreadnought, I think. Mm-hmm. Sure. And he has beautiful brown eyes and waves of brown hair to match. And his, his skin is pretty brown. And he has... Uh, it, the 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 robe is like sleeveless if that makes sense like he has a cape mm-hmm. but it's sleeveless i don't no, I'm with and you. if you're yeah if he if you could get close enough to see him he has these really subtle tattoos on his arms of cracks like cracks in rock or something hmm. okay um and this is emperor cirrus amber okay and he speaks really calmly like he's clearly miked in some way you know, so everyone can hear him, mm-hmm. but you can't see how he's mic'd. So he, and he doesn't have, he doesn't shout, he doesn't project, he just speaks. Mm-hmm. This cycle has been long for the new empire. Setbacks, losses. But now my people, our young blackbird has come home to roost. A true daughter of the empire. She did not come home empty handed either. She has come bearing gifts, relics of our lost age, technology and power once lost Juniper has returned to us. And today I welcome her home with open arms. Hail Lady Blackbird, hail the Empire. And then I think the entire crowd repeats that line. Ugh. And you know that you are Lady Blackbird once again. Yeah, that feels icky. I'm sure it does. And like, and kind of with that, the Emperor turns and like with like a very graceful gesture, just calls everyone into the palace. Uh, which, as you get closer and closer, it really is almost blindingly blue. Uh, mm-hmm. And once you you take it into the palace itself, which is actually, it's not small by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not as big as someone might guess it would be, you know? Mm-hmm. 
there's so many compounds in this whole estate. You know, there's probably a place where he really does his military work. And there are places where he actually lives. This is, like, for holding court and doing audiences and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. So, like, honestly, it's probably about as big as... So, you know how, like, lots of Capitol buildings have domes on them? Like, in the, like, state capitals in the United States? Yeah. But they tend to have these massive wings of, mm-hmm. of continued building off to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, imagine if you cut those off, like, the wings off, and just basically had the dome. Okay. It's basically just that. It's just, like, a kind of a big domed structure that's kind of Greco-Roman in styling. Mm-hmm. Because it's meant to, it's entirely about showing off power. And on, like, when you, like, you've toured it before, you've been here before, so you know that there are bedrooms and kitchens and things. Like, you could do the whole thing from here. And I bet you there have been emperors and empresses and leaders in the past who were like, fuck the rest. We're doing it the old school way. It's all in here, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and they're kind of, but their whole thing was like, I'm a traditionalist or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it technically could function as the whole palace, but yeah, it's really not that big. And it's real function is the fact that like, Hey, we made this out of a single gemstone isn't right. that fancy and impressive, right? right? It's that thing. It's not... Yeah. Makes sense. But he quickly thanks Captain Summers, who is just so pleased. And I think he knights her. Mm. Which, it's it makes her nobility. She doesn't get called lord or lady or anything, mm-hmm. but it does make her nobility. Mm. Like, I bet she gets called like sir like s-y-r like mm-hmm. sir summers now instead of mm-hmm. captain like mm-hmm. when your father were uh, ran the hand of sorrow he was called lord blackbird they didn't call him captain blackbird because right. captain's lower so this is a big moment for her like if this story was about captain summers like becoming sir summers is like the climax for her story <laughs> like like she's like she's like she's beaming and when she's dismissed she like I, I think there's a servant or something that hands her like a literal metal sword as a badge of office like oh that's God. where for the audience that's where we are like yeah there are spaceships but these people believe that they are living in a fantasy novel like mm. mm-hmm. yeah uh so she leaves and then i think he greets solomon uh, and and Father Rosewood with like a certain amount of respect, like he's not gonna be like a weird rude rude person here. Mm-hmm. And then like immediately dismisses him, like he has nothing real to say to them, but he's mm-hmm. he just has to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. And then he tells your father, "Well done," and that he is dismissed. Um, and Gummy has stayed at the far edge of the room. He's there to intervene, mm-hmm. but he's not um he's not really part of this he's not being acknowledged i think even he he like dismisses even them so that they're like waiting outside and then it's just you and era and the mech and he sits on the throne Mm. my darling lady blackbird welcome home it's been a while thank you It has been a while. 
Um, You've learned your lesson, I hope. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. Very good. I a rotation a year out in the out in the wilds in the in such savage realms. I'm impressed by your tenacity and your absolute ingenuity and resourcefulness. And he like starts he stands back up like excited again and he steps down the the stairs. Look at these. And he gestures to the mech and Aira. Teams. Teams of archaeologists and researchers. Military expeditions. And all it took was banishing one impetuous little girl. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. This I will suppose... turn the whole... This will turn everything around. Suppose you got pretty lucky, didn't you? I did. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Both of them. You know, this is this is old Empire tech. Um, you have to be gentle. You have to be careful. It it's extreme, extremely advanced. Um, all I'm saying is, please treat them with respect we will be gent everyone's hands will be like feathers until we can replicate them you know and and then probably a museum for them i think probably preserve history you know no no sorry uh any like claps his hands and the some servants come back in and they start taking the uh the mech away and i think aaron needs to be pushed and is like trying to make eye contact with you mm -hmm. like trying like to ask like i could throw down like that's <laughs> kind of like the look she's giving you uh-huh i think i think juniper just gives like the slightest little head nod or not head nod, but uh, <laughs> shakes her head. No. Um, and also just like, I don't know, just everything she can to communicate non-verbally that, you know, there's, you know, just, just, just wait, you know, there's a plan in action. <laughs> it's not happening yet. Yeah. So I think there's probably like a, like a, a servant who has who's like gesturing for her to move, and then when she doesn't move, she gives like a light push. But Aira's super strong; like she's like a like a marble statue, and like and like she like pushes harder, and then Aira goes. Um, mm -hmm. And the Aira as the, and and the Emperor as he look as this is happening looks back at you and says, "Well, uh, I promised your father uh, that you would be granted a a request within reason." So, what'll it be? A request. Yes, um, uh, a position, something to do here. Uh, non, not military, of course. We, um, you'll forgive me if I don't trust you. <laughs> Cost me quite a lot. As you said before, um, I have a great deal of tenacity. I'm very resourceful. Um, I learned. I learned a lot being out out beyond this planet um 
I I would like to be in charge of research for the old Empire tech. I know the most about it. I know where they came from. Mm. Well, I don't know how familiar you were with your father's academy, but the current lead researcher and head professor of archaic imperial technologies, uh, Lady Halo Frond, uh, she... She's currently in charge of the department, and I'd rather not anger her son, who's currently his captain. It's whatever. It's not important. Um, but it's it'd be obnoxious. Would you be pleased with taking project lead? Very well. You seem rather attached, so I'd... Yes. That's fine. Excellent. Excellent. Well, um... And he kind of like snaps his fingers and I think, I think something you hadn't noticed before, like probably like a little drone that was hovering very high up that was recording things, kind of skitters down and uh, he looks at, at the drone. He says, uh, you caught all that? Good. Uh, World Decree, Project Lead, uh, uh, I guess Lady hey, Lady Frond will be her direct supervisor. Um and then, like, it prints something out, and it's, like, a royal decree, basically. <laughs> and he, like, rips it like it's, like, a fucking receipt and hands it to you. Oh, my gosh. This should do. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And he, like, it, like, the little robot, like, pops out, like, a little pen. And he, like, um, I, here, turn around. And he, like, because he, he's going to sign on your back. Oh, my gosh. Classy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he signs real quick. He's like, there. Sorry about that. It's not really a desk in here. Yeah, tradition and all, and he puts the pen back and, like, pushes the drone away. Um, well, I will be at the dance, the engagement dance, in a few days. Uh, I'll see you then. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy going home. Your Highness, thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you for coming home, little Blackbird. <sighs> I think that interaction took everything that you Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl. Lady Jennifer Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon. Simple World was developed by Avery Alder, and Five Rants was developed by Dee Vincent Baker. Soundscapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening. <laughs>